citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. We hereby decree this show to be the official 500th episode produced for your infotainment pleasure. Only, it's really not. It's more like 600. You confused yet? That's okay. So are we. Bitcoin has continued to hover around $58,000. Peter Schiff says he's wrong about Bitcoin. The SEC goes after library, and PayPal brings crypto closer to the mainstream, providing consumers in the U.S. with the ability to pay for stuff, things, and whatnot with crypto. And that's just the beginning of the news. What do Dale and Brennan, Dumb and Dumber, and Joke and Joker have in common? Well, they're all funnier than us. But more on those shenanigans as we welcome you to our bad news episode number 500 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, two, ignition. Who's bad? wasn't me. Definitely. I think it might have been me. So, Travis, did you have some I beans? I had some beans. I had some yeah. beans. This is the Bad Beans Podcast. Beans, do you remember? The fruit. Yeah, beans, beans, the magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. The more you toot, the better you feel. So eat your beans with every meal. Except before doing a podcast. And then there was a variation on that. For those of you who like your NFTs in different varieties, beans, beans, they're good for your heart. The more you eat, the more you fart. The more you fart, the better you feel. So eat your beans with every meal. I remember that one as well. Yeah. Very good. So welcome to episode 500 of the baddest podcast in all the lands. But it's really not 500. It's like fake 500. It's faux. It's fake 500. It's faux 500, and this has bothered me from the moment we started numbering episodes differently but felt the need to. Because, like, you know, 2017, we started one show each. One show each week was called the uh, Crypto Spotlight or the ICO Spotlight, and we did about 50 episodes of that, and we didn't number them along with the regular show numbers, but they went into the same bad crypto feed. Yeah. Well, let me see here. I can actually do the math and figure out exactly how many we have here. Let me see how many is on this page. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. 12, While 12, Travis Wright is counting, 15. allow me to tell you about our friends at AnyTask, uh, brought to you by Electronium. This is a great place to get thousands of high-quality tasks for just one dollar. You can get professional freelancers for your business, AnyTask.com. They empower talented specialists from every corner of the world to give you the solutions you need for less. Digital tasks offer up to five times better value. They're empowering over 15,000 professionals from over 140 countries. Get something cool done today on the cheap, but with quality, anytask.com. So I did some math. Yeah, what'd you come up with? So there's 45 pages full of 15 episodes each, and then page 46 has two. So 45 times 15 is 675 plus two is 677 separate recordings. Mm, But aren't some of those pages just articles? Like if you're just counting blog posts. No, 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 no. This is on Omni Studio. This is audio. 
Oh, well, doesn't that include? I think it might have been where we've taken some of the clips from Mm -hmm. the ICO spotlights and maybe converted them into separate clips. Yeah, but it's over 677 pieces of audio have been created so far just from this show. Not the bad boys of tech, not the nifty show, not EOS voice news, not any of that. Um, Yeah, but this is episode number 500. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's episode number 500 of the 677 episodes of the Bad Crypto Podcast. And now, (laughs) the news. Timing of the stamps on this April Fool's Day, Thursday, April 1st, 2021, 2.49 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And CoinGecko.com tells us that the crypto market caps are approaching another milestone. What is that milestone? Well, we're moving towards $2 trillion in the market cap, currently sitting at $1.927 trillion. So getting super close to the true $2 trillion mark, Bitcoin is at 58693 Ethereum, once again, threatening to hit 2000 it's at 1956 the binance coined 325 smoking dollars up 30 percent this week tether a dollar even cardano a dollar 19 polka dot 37 bucks xrp 56 dollars by the way i did not spot this in the news and we might want to find this but i saw something about the sec dismissing something about xrp so uh sir lord travis Wright is going to look for that while i continue with the prices here Uniswap, $29.10, Litecoin, $199.57, and Chainlink is the number 10 coin this week, coming in at $30.18. You know, below that, there's been a lot of uh, up and down motion. Stuff is, uh, there's quite a lot of movement. And I know one of the things Travis likes to do is look at the uh, the total market cap to see how many cryptos are in the um the the billion dollar range isn't that the number you uh, like to look at there trev or what specifically the total market caps like so we have to go down to number let's see scrolling scrolling still scrolling oh my gosh this is amazing almost wow almost every one in the top 100 has a market cap over a billion dollars. And I'm going to count Voyager because it's at 999633, right? So there's only three that are under a billion dollar market cap in the top 100. That is crazy. Now check this out here, folks. Um, look at the dominance by Bitcoin. Remember in the, in the serious bull run, like it was way up there. Now it's down to 56.9%. That is a big telltale sign, folks. We look like we're in altcoin season oh, yeah. in full effect. Oh, yeah. In oh, yeah. complete full effect right now. And we're going to see what happens on this. The rest of this year should be pretty wild. It should be a pretty wild ride. Now, you did mention you wanted me to look up that information about that. Uh, well, I think the, uh, the, the XRP holders got excited about it they're declaring victory because the judge grants motion to intervene into the thing but it is not finalized uh then the ripple ceo brad garlinghouse who we had on the show slammed the sec and so it's, i don't think it's fully done yet but uh, it's getting close to being resolved or brad garlinghouse is going to go in and start punching people i think oh. at this point He's Mr. Punchy. Okay, so who are the uh, some of the big winners for the week? Because there is a hell of a lot of green going on on the last seven true. days. 
Yeah, yeah. So Hollow, the hot token, up 140% this week. Filecoin, FIL, up 129. Mask Network, the mask token, you got to make sure you wear your mask, folks. Uh, the best mask is actually a good immune system, by the way. Take your vitamin D. Uh, that was up 113%. Anchor, A-N-K-R, up about 90%. Thor Chain, the rune token, up 80 Four percent this week. I have seen so many people talking about Rune, and we've mentioned Thorchain. I don't know how many times on this show. And did you ever research it? Did you go get yourself some? We talked about it. That we saw this market cap just keep on marching on up. Are you asking me? Are you asking? I'm not asking me? you. I'm talking. I'm talking to our our listeners. Though, well, metaphorically. Do, do you want to know uh, if I if I? I know the answer is not. You never bought any Thorchain. No, that is incorrect. I did buy Thorchain. Yes, I did. I bought some. I'm I'm trying to see what I bought it at. Um, I can't see what I bought it at right here, but I did get some several months ago. Mm -hmm. We kept talking about BitTorrent made a nice run. It's up 63% this week, which I always thought. And actually, for a brief moment, it passed Tron this week, I noticed. Um, and at least in total market cap. And uh, what else do we got going on? And then Tron ended up cruising up about 54%. Our weave cruised up. Icon, EOS up 47% to $5.52, which has to make a lot of people happy who just have been sitting there and watching their EOS just be chilling. OMG up 46%. QTUM up 45%. Solana up 40%. My goodness, Pancake Swap up 38%. Neo up 30%. Big, big week for a lot of cryptos. And uh, it was nice to see. Uh, the crypto's on the rise overall, and um, I think this next week should be interesting as well. We're, we're getting ready to enter enter the tax deadline coming up on April 15th, and that should uh, be interesting to pay attention to. Uh, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with this month in the middle of this bull run to see what, what happens with the crypto. Well, uh, in case you weren't aware, the IRS has extended uh, tax season by a month, so the deadline is now May uh -huh. 15th. Uh-huh. Okay. So maybe we won't have to deal with that this month. So you got more time to uh, to invest and in, in get your, your gains and stuff where you, you got to pay the piper. Get your gains. Get your crypto gains. Step so right up. on the loss side in the top 100, really just uh, BitMax token down 26%. Nothing else worthy of, of mentioning. Uh, it's just a few of them that have some minor red. Everything else is green. Those of you that are doing trading should be seeing some uh, some serious wins this week and bitcoin is holding tight around uh, 58 to 59,000 we've seen it creep up several times to almost 60 but it's not there yet and one of the headlines from the big world financial markets is that goldman sachs is preparing bitcoin <laughs> products for their clients goldman sucks uh, and so crypto access is coming in the near term can I say something? Can I say, say something I've noticed that's hilarious? Sure. Because I've never seen this before. But if you go on the CoinGecko and you click on uh, explore all the coins and then you sort by the last 30 days, um, the LIF token, I have no idea what it is. It doesn't have a whole lot of volume, but I'm just going to count how many decimal points in rise it's gone up. Where do you see, where do you see this all explore all coins? Is that what you did? <laughs> yeah, explore all coins. Okay. And then and we'll click on the 30 day, click on the 30 day. So it sorts to the top. 
All right, 30 days. Here's the amount of percentage of growth in the last 30 days. 4631119500541660364800% gain. I don't even know what that is. It's like more than a quadrillion. It's ridiculous. Well, it, it's on $1735 of volume basically. <laughs> so some some dude yeah, Have it. you ever seen that? Have you ever seen that? They're like, look at that number. That is ridiculous. That is a lot of decimals. That's like somebody decided, you know what? Pi, you ain't seen nothing. We're going to uh but also Pig X had a big increase this week up 649,000%. So, you know, on $6,800 of volume. I have no idea what pig X is. And, and honestly, I have no desire to, but thank you for that, um, that useful tidbit, that tidbittery. Well, I tell you here, this, this, um, this had four, six, three followed by six commas. That's how much of a gain that the life token. Has. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Wow. The staker token, uh, 49,766. Actually, I'm going to sort this. I want to see in the last seven days out of all of the shit coins. Uh, yeah, staker token uh, went up almost 50,000% this week. It's really wild to look at the total supply on some of these. This is like 1.7 million tokens on that. So we're starting to see some of these projects that have just like, you know, 25,000 tokens or 19,000 tokens or something, you know, just a really unique number. So you're seeing these bigger numbers popping up in there and for the price of the token. This is fun. I want to, I want to start doing this more often clicking on that area so we can see some of these because some of these numbers are just insane. It's kind of like a, like a talking tokens thing. Maybe we should just randomly scroll through and see who's done the most mate random scrollage so bitcoin did have a flash crash on the 31st it went down two thousand dollars in five minutes uh, because a bunch of um traders decided hey we're gonna we're gonna uh, get out right here they liquidated 600 million dollars in longs uh but you know that happens it's like if crypto goes up crypto goes down it's there's you know i, I am not afraid of your volatility your volatility. I am not afraid, neither. This has been one crazy, crazy ride, and um, we're just getting started. I feel like, we, you know, even we've been doing this thing for like almost four years now, 500 episodes, it still seems so new and fresh because so much is happening all the time. It doesn't seem like, I don't know that, we've, that I've ever personally had some project that I've worked on for this long that, 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 that seemed to get stale. It's never, this has never gotten stale. It's all, it only gets more interesting. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fresh, fresh, exciting. So I'm going to read this to you as though it's a uh, um, Orson Welles radio show. Okay, okay. Imagine waking up to find all of the Bitcoin in your wallet had vanished into thin air. It's a harrowing thing to think of, but imagine the scenario. You turn on the television, and it's rife with reports of all the Bitcoin in the world ceasing to exist. If Bitcoin vanished, it would have grave implications for the financial sector, and we would see scenes like those from the financial crisis of 2008. Uh, this reads uh, really interesting here on dailycoin.com. The the title of the piece is what if Bitcoin ceased to exist tomorrow? It's a very unlikely event and a, and a lot of 
corporations that have invested um, and purchased large amounts of Bitcoin, you know, would crash MicroStrategy, Tesla, others. Uh, a lot of people that, you know, owned cryptos all of a sudden would wake up and be like, oh, there goes all my cryptos. It could happen. But could it happen? How could Bitcoin cease to exist? I think Bitcoin might be, would cease to exist if like massive EMPs happened around the world and all electricity was shut down and the grids came to a complete stop and we got booted back to the 1800s maybe. I mean, that would be one way to kill that. And so I would also say in case that shit happens, make sure you got some junk silver or some things to barter, right? Like if that were to go down and it became sort of a crazy dystopia, you want to have bullets because bullets will be used not just for shooting and animals and food, but that will be currency. Silver would be currency. You know, gold would be currency. Paper money probably wouldn't be worth nearly as much then just because they printed so many of them. Toilet so paper. Would be interesting. Toilet paper would be <laughs> Toilet paper would be really good. Uh, uh, no, I'm saying really, uh, <laughs> I'm saying the paper money would be toilet paper, right? Oh, there you go. Oh, that would be good. <laughs> so the the article gives three possible scenarios: a shutting down of the entire internet, but that's really not possible because there's not a single point of failure, right, in the internet. So it's just about impossible. Another would be the destruction of all nodes and miners. But uh, the article says before that could happen, the nodes would take cover behind an impregnable wall of VPMs. And the third is if governments were to pass legislation banning Bitcoin, it's unstoppable money. It's been banned in many countries and people are still using it. Citizens are still buying. They're saying, you know what? No, uh, we're still still able to buy uh, Bitcoin and use it, even if you've made it. I'll tell you what, boy, I'm a Bitcoin bandit, and you ain't gonna take away my unstoppable money, cause I am. I, I guess that's what I would be. We'd be the the Bitcoin banditos. I think we're at we the ride. point where <laughs> where it's it's more unstoppable because of stories like this. The big news from March thirtieth. PayPal launches checkout with crypto, enabling PayPal customers in the U.S. to check out with cryptocurrency alongside other payment methods in the PayPal wallet. So this is uh, just for U.S. citizens right now. But basically, you go to a PayPal checkout, and usually where you can just pick a credit card or a debit card, crypto will automatically appear as well if you've got crypto that you can use to purchase it. So if you're holding Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum. Uh, I'm not sure what else uh, they have right now there on PayPal, but Bitcoin. I don't yeah, think they have Bitcoin in your wallet. Yeah. So, so think about this, folks. This is one one side. It's very cool because people who are people who use PayPal around the world. There's so many, right? And they're going to see oh Bitcoin, Litecoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin. They're going to see crypto all the time, reconfirming to them. Wow. Oh, this does have some valid use. Oh, look, PayPal's doing this. Now, conversely. It kind of sucks because you can only use the Bitcoin that you have in your PayPal wallet that you bought with your PayPal balances, right? So you're not able to send Bitcoin to your PayPal wallet or you're not able to pay through PayPal and connect your Bitcoin wallet. It is located in their custodial wallet, sort of like, uh, you know, like Robinhood. Like if you have Robinhood and you have Bitcoin in there, you can't transfer your Bitcoin out of there. 
you can only transfer money in and then convert it to Bitcoin, let it do its thing. And then when you're done, you sell it and then send the money out again. It's very similar on this on PayPal. However, this is a very, very huge momentous step. And I don't know if we have an article on this as well, but also on the same day that PayPal was talking about doing this, Visa is talking about accepting cryptos as well uh, through their payment mechanism. And so tell me that's not two huge, you know, giant golden nuggets for the, the future of crypto. It's not too huge for me. So there's a lot of jokes about cryptos in specifically Dogecoin going to the moon, right? Going to the moon and beyond is, uh, is vernacular for it, um, the price going way, way up. Well, Elon Musk on April Fool's today made a tweet, and this was the tweet. SpaceX is going to put a literal Dogecoin on the literal moon. Now, look, we know Dogecoin started as a joke coin, as a meme coin, but uh, I don't think he's joking around when he's talking about this. I think he totally understands the sensibility of the community of Dogecoin being the people's money. And I can see him taking some sort of representation of a Dogecoin, right? Because obviously you can't sprinkle digital currency anywhere because it's virtual. Uh, but taking a, a little Shiba Inu coin and putting it on the moon, saying, there we go, Dogecoin went to the moon. There you go. Literally going to the moon. So I don't know if he's going to take like, you know, a metal coin of some sort that has the Dogecoin on it, or if he's going to drop a ledger wallet or something there. But I mean, I think that's, it's, it is fascinating. It is also interesting that it is on April Fool's Day that he mentions it, but is it like today Doge Day or something? Is it like April Fool's Day? Yeah, like, it's also Doge, Doge Day. Day. It's a joke coin. It's the little coin that could. Uh, and he's not Did the it only come one. Out on Doge? Did it come out on April Fool's Day? I don't have the answer to that. That's yeah. a really that's a really good question. But it should have. So if it didn't, it should have. Uh, so Elon Musk, of course, people love, and they take this tweet in a very positive light. On the other hand, one that is not so beloved by the crypto community is Peter Schiff, the gold bug who talks smack about Bitcoin all the time. Here on April Fools, he's not fooling anybody and i actually think this is self-owning but his tweet from today says i was wrong about bitcoin huh. well that's not even a joke because it's clearly he was right? yeah but he, mean, he doesn't believe it he's you know this yeah. is april fools he it's doesn't totally, believe it's totally it. a joke yeah he's joking he's saying and then what's funny is now people are going yay now you are one of the world's great economists great job welcome home and then uh, um that's it's pretty funny. So anyway, I think that uh, he's been clearly wrong because Max Kaiser said he began talking to Peter Schiff about Bitcoin when it was a dollar, right? Like, dude, man, it would have been great to get in on Bitcoin at a dollar. And, uh, and, and, and you know what? And since that's happened, like the price of gold has what been pretty lateral movement. Like it's gone up maybe three, four hundred dollars since. Bitcoin was a dollar or something? Not a lot. I mean, it's not gone up too much. No, not much. Sorry, Peter Schiff. Oh, I just stepped in some dog Schiff. Sorry. <laughs> clean off my shoe real quick. Yeah. So uh, there was a, a theft that happened because there was a fake Trezor app that was in oh, Apple's app store. And they had removed it several times 
but it somehow kept getting in. And one Apple iPhone user had $600,000 in Bitcoin stolen is it's total life savings. He basically handed over to these scammers and who does he blame? He blames Apple. Well, I mean, this is a nod. This is, I'm going to give a nod to um, John McAfee, who was on episode 100 on 200 on 300 and on 400. And he was not here because he's in jail right now, but he said this long ago, people do not put your cryptocurrency on your mobile device, it will get stolen. There will be a time where they will come in and swipe all of the money from your mobile device. People, please, come on. It's something along those lines. That's not bad. That, that's, that's, that's actually not bad. It was kind of, you know what? It, I, in midway, I was like, oh, no, I kind of sound like uh, Captain Kirk. <laughs> you were hesitating a little People, too please. much. Star date four two nine April twentieth, twenty twenty one. So yeah, that's it. Sorry, dude, you left your put your crypto on a mobile device. Ah, not good. Uh, you you want to put your cryptos, your big chunk of your cryptos, in a device that is not connected to the internet. That is, you know, away from the internet, not in the internet, not connected to the internet, and also not connected to the internet. How does how did they get away with this though? You know, with somebody uploading a fake wallet app. Trezor doesn't have a wallet app. The reason that the Trezor is secure is because it's a device that's offline, right? You should know that when you buy a hard wallet, that you're not going to plug it in, to, you know, to your an app on the phone. That's why you have the hard wallet. I, right. I, and, so, and then he just decided to plug in his seed phrase, and uh, Philippe. Crystal Dulo had his savings of 17.1 Bitcoin taken. Man. And uh, I wonder I wonder if Apple got their, their 30% on that. Yeah, right. So I'm actually, I'm looking in the App Store right now just to see if anything pops up when I type in Trezor. No, T0 Crypto comes up, but I don't see Trezor. Now let me take a look here and type in Ledger and see if something comes up. Now, there is a Ledger Live app, and I believe that it is legitimate. Um, God, I wouldn't so, trust any of those, man. That's just yeah. dangerous to me. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to put my – I'm not going to put – I'm not going to type in my seed phrases in the software. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to – and that's one thing that, J, that Jameson Lop, who we had on really early, and uh, he's a co-founder of uh, the crypto custody platform Casa, he did say the same thing. Stop entering seed phrases in the software. Only enter seeds into dedicated Bitcoin hardware devices. If you got your crypto stolen, that is not an April Fool's joke. It is real life. And you are the fool because you typed in your seed phrase into your mobile device. People, please don't wah, do wah, that. Wah, wah. You know what? Speaking of Ledger, this is a good time to uh, and now for a message from Ledger. In the world of crypto, it can be hard to know what information is good and what is just useless and not needed for the regular everyday investor. With so many wallets, exchanges, apps, and platforms, it is tough to know where to turn for a trusted solution. Guess what? That's where Ledger comes in. They make your experience navigating the crypto waters easy. Smooth sailing, you might say. They are a gateway 
for all the crypto services you might need, buying, selling, exchanging, grow your assets from one app. The Ledger hardware wallet combined with the Ledger app enables you to securely and truly own your crypto and gives you the comfort of managing it all in one place. You know what they say, not your keys, not your crypto. And here's the deal. There is a new promo code that will get you 20% off a Ledger Nano S for the first 200 people in the Republic of Bad Cryptopia that take advantage of it. This is a great device. It does not require you to put your keys in on the app, okay? The promo code is BADCRYPTO20. That's all one word, no spaces, all uppercase, BADCRYPTO20. Go to badco.in forward slash ledger, only one per customer, 20% off a Ledger Nano S. I've got one. It's a great device. First 200 people. So TikTok gang, badco.in forward slash ledger. I don't even, I don't even trust my Trezor that much anymore because I've had one Trezor fail on me and um, it was really hard to get it to, to, to get back going. But I, I have the, I, what is it? The X, the Ledger X. Is that the other one? The, yes. the other one they have? Yes. Um, and I would say this folks, people, please, if you're going to get yourself a hardware wallet, get it from the direct company. Don't go to Amazon and get a freaking ledger. Don't go to Amazon and get a Trezor because those could be literally, uh, they, they could have some back end to them where they've gone in and resealed them up. Put, put some software on there to, to have it steal your seed phrase whenever you put your cryptos on there. Only get something directly. That's why we're working with Ledger because we believe it's the best hardware wallet that we've seen so far. A lot of other crypto professionals agree and get it directly from Ledger. Badco.in forward slash Ledger, like Heath Ledger. Only alive. Us. Yeah. I didn't want to say, but I guess that's the fact. So uh, the SEC is relentless, and now they're hitting out at Library, L-B-R-Y, Library Inc., blockchain company that does decentralized video, basically a decentralized alternative to uh, to YouTube in uh, the folks at Google who seek to control your, the way you think, feel, believe, and, and all of that, and we'll censor the crap out of you. They have an app called Odyssey that is the front-facing app, and the uh, SEC is suing them in saying that the library corn is a security. Um, and so what they're saying is, uh, quote, classifying all actively developed blockchain tokens as securities will be a bureaucratic nightmare for U.S. residents and businesses operating in the u.s now let's just chase more uh more innovation offshore elsewhere because the government has no freaking idea what they're doing it's unbelievable now i do think that some of this kind of stuff is what's going to push the industry to security tokens when it's all said and done right so this is kind of this go-between there's a little battle going on and uh you know the crypto you know, spirit of crypto, they want to be decentralized and they want to be their own thing. And then the SEC, they want to regulate things. Um, I think there can still be decentralization with, with some regulation potentially. Uh, and I do think that, you know, security tokens are going to be just a ginormous industry when it's, when, when that, when that space becomes of age, it, we're going to see tens of trillions of dollars worth of growth in relative short order. I would, I would suggest or I would assume, but again, not financial advisors. I don't know if we've said that for a while, for a while but this is episode 500, so we got to say 500 times that we are not financial 
advisors and most you, financial advisors, they say, what is crypto? I don't you've, uh, you've inspired me, Sir Lord Travis. So I know like when Halloween comes around again, I know what my costume is going to be. I'm going to dress what up as, as a, a financial advisor. No, financial advisor. <laughs> no, um, I'm going to dress up as like a ghost and put Bitcoin all over me and I'm going to be the spirit of crypto. Okay, nice. <laughs> all right. The spirit of crypto. I am the spirit and, uh, of crypto. Dogecoin to the moon. Past. Yeah. Yes. Very nice. Yeah. So uh, suck at SEC, you know. I know that, uh, you know, when, when we had the, the ICO craze going on in 2017 and early 18, SEC was doing a lot of stuff, and, and I think it really stopped that. It stopped the run. I don't think that's going to happen this time because it's global, baby, and this run is not going to be stopped until the cycle is over. It's going to end. It always does. And this is what happens after a halvening is this nice sort of ba-boom, and then it will tail off eventually and go down, but it will stay at a much higher place than it was before, but it will probably end up being lower than it is now, but we'll see. I don't know. Some people are talking about, good Lord, they're saying that uh, by the end of this year, Bitcoin could be worth a Lambo, and by the end of 2023, Bitcoin could be worth a Lambo and a Bugatti. Why not just strap well, it, was that. C- it was the CEO of Kraken. He says, I'm going to yeah. release the Kraken to you, and crypto's going to be the big Kraken. Why don't we just strap Kraken. that Lambo to uh, a SpaceX rocket and just take it to the moon? Might as well. Might as yeah. well with the Dogecoin. Uh, more about the SEC here. Hester Pierce, who is fondly referred to as Crypto Mom because she has supported digital digital currencies uh she did an interview with forbes to answer crypto questions and one of the things she noted is that a u.s bitcoin edf uh, etf rather is long overdue it should have been done a long time ago uh and she has said my view has been that we're overdue on approving one of these things i also think we've dug ourselves into a bit of a difficult hole by setting standards for approval that are difficult to figure out how to satisfy. So I really don't know where we're going to go. So (laughs) in other words, we need to do something, but uh, beats me. And just so you guys know, because this is the bad crypto podcast. uh, So according to Investopedia, what is an ETF? Well, it's an exchange traded fund. It's a type of security that tracks an index, a sector, a commodity or other asset which can be purchased or sold on a stock exchange the same as a regular stock. ETF can be structured to track anything from the price of an individual commodity to a large and diverse collection of securities. ETFs can even be structured to track specific investment strategies. I think we're going to see some NFT ETFs eventually, and that's kind of what the whale coin is, right? And um, we're going to be some other stuff. So some more, some crypto ETFs, but having Bitcoin as an ETF, would allow people to really leverage that on the stock market and not actually own any of the crypto, but just kind of bet on it in the stock market. So I don't know, should be interesting if it happens, more and more people will invest that. But then again, you don't, you're not going to actually own crypto. You're going to own the ETF of the Bitcoin. That's not actually holding your keys. So good luck with that. Wouldn't that just be an NF ETF? An NF ETF? Yeah. No. I, I mean, I just want to I just want to conserve on letters, you know. I just I feel like there's only 26 of them in the No, nope, it would have to be an NFT ETF. It would have to be because it's a non-fungible token exchange traded fund. Whatever. It could Whatever. be it could be 
an NFTTF, a non-fungible token traded fund. We can do that. Sir Lord Travis. Sir Lord Travis. We are both Scottish yes. landowners. Don't you? Yeah, Sir Lord Travis. We are both Scottish landowners. You'll be glad to know that a school in Edinburgh, a music school, will begin to accept tuition payments in the form of cryptocurrency. And I'm not talking Scottish anymore. I'm talking some, I have just totally, so my apologies to other lards and ladies for this. But there is a <laughs> You've Scottish- You've kind of created your own language. <laughs> There's a Scottish music school that is going to accept crypto as payments for lessons. The Morningside School of Music. They're going to take your Bitcoin. So you can you can pay to to learn how to uh, to play the bagpipes in Bitcoin. We well, sometimes need to use things like Bitcoin to pay for goods, and at the school, it will be great to show the music students how to use the cryptos. And uh, this is just another example of how cryptocurrency is helping out a small business and teaching the world's youth about the future of money and economics. And want to say this, these bagpipes that are playing gently below me are actually uh, produced by the one and only Billy Bagpipes, our former uh, head of the DOJ. <clears throat> if you knew that, but uh, he is a great bagpipe player. When he, instead of arresting people, he decided to sit around and play the bagpipes. Great job, Billy. Well, uh, as long as we're on the other side of the world, let's head down under and get with our, our Aussie correspondent, Kangaroo Trav, to talk about a, uh, a way for Australians to exchange solar energy credits for beer with blockchain. Uh, Kangaroo Trav, are you there? I'll tell you, mate, the only thing better than drinking a big cold beer in the Aussie sun is earning beer while you do it. Plus, it's a real win-win for beer lovers and the environment. Travis, Travis didn't say that. Travis, that would be my name. Victoria Bitter's general manager of the marketing team said that. You want to drink your beer. You want to have a bud. You want to sit at the beach. And you want to do it in Australia. This is a, this is a Power Ledger story, by the way. This oh, is bam, man. That yeah. was, Power Ledger was on our very first ICO. You know what? I think our very first ICO show we had engine and them on didn't we we had like one no it was horizon no, no. the horizon vote one dude yeah I it was earlier i i think i want to say music economy was the first one um a long hmm. time we'd have to go back to the archives we to find to do anything all i gotta do is use the search engine yeah so basically the blockchain platform is going to be responsible for tracking how much power customers feed to the grid. Uh, Gemma Green, who we interviewed on the show, said, you can see how many bottles of beer you've earned every 30 minutes. And using the solar credits obtained in the program, uh, Victoria Bitter, she's not bitter, it's not bitter, we're not bitter, will reinvest them back into the program or towards the business's broader sustainability goals. Ah, it was Horizon State, Block RX, and Power Ledger back on October 3rd, 2017. Damn. Long time ago in a bad cryptopia galaxy, not too far away. Uh, Trav, there is a new item, an, a new site, a new social media site that people are talking about on the Twitters and other places called BitClout. 
and you and I discovered it this week. And of course, there's a lot of questions of whether or not it's legit or whether it's a scam, but essentially it's a social network where you get to have a coin of your own and you can speculate on people and posts with real money, the BitClout coin. Yeah. And uh, so what, so how many of these tokens are going to be for each individual creator? Do we know? Oh, I guess it shows how many are in circulating supply by how many people have bought them. It actually shows, oh, some of these have 200 creator coins. Some of them have 400, like at the time of this article, Elon Musk had 428 creator coins. This is an interesting way to do a decentralized social, but there's also a problem with it is that, so I don't know the whole sign up process, but Joel signed up. And then he tweeted out, hey, TW, I'm on BitClout. When are you getting on? And then I was like on an airplane. And then somebody from the community or somebody who saw the tweet jumped on BitClout and took my username. And, uh, and so then I had to reach out to BitClout. And, so, and then we also scared the dude because he showed himself on one of Joel's posts. And said, with he put the avatar as me. And all of my bio information goes, hey, cool. How do I buy some of your, how do I buy some of your BitClout? And oh, there's the scammer. And then, um, so we called him out and then he changed his information. And then I said, all right, how do I get my account back? You, what's, the, what's the solution? And then he changed his name on BitCloud so that I could actually claim my name. I've never seen a scammer be so, you know, um, generous with me. <laughs> okay, hey, my bad, sorry. I, I tried to scam all your users and everything. Um, the bad part about it was that since people had already bought that token, the TW token, I was unable to get any super cheap one. So now my tokens were like $360. Did you uh, tell him to call you King Daddy is what I want to know. I did not have to resort to that method. And that is a call. That's a serious callback to, uh, I think episode like 35 or 36 when uh, somebody hacked my shiz, stole my phone numbers, called up T-Mobile, stole my phone number, and then uh, was able, because I didn't have 2FA then, because we were, we were bad, super bad crypto then. And then got my phone number taken, got my Twitter hacked, got my Apple ID hacked, got my Gmail and my, my other emails hacked. And then I actually got the dude back while I was on an airplane flying to Berlin. And uh, I was able to you know, get it back and negotiate. I was the negotiator. Uh, it was crazy. Well, there's a lot of questions from the crypto community of whether or not this is going to be a rug pull, whether or not it's a scam. Do your own due diligence. Um, there's uh, there Apparently, it's backed by VCs who pre-mined BitClout before it hit the markets, and now they're sitting on it. Uh, same goes for creator coins. So scam, maybe, maybe not. Don't know. Interesting idea. I'm on there as at Joel Com, and because I was on there a day before Travis, my coin is worth $587 right now. And so rather than going on Twitter, I'm at BitClout. So bitclout.com forward slash you forward slash Joel Com, and you can buy a piece of me. Hey, you want a piece of me? You want a piece of me? Come, you come get a piece of me, and you can get a piece mm. of T-W too, T-E-E-D-U-B-Y-A, T-W on BitClout. And we'll link to both of these in the show notes, which, by the way, we have not yet referenced where people can find the show notes for this episode. Where can they find them, Travis? I don't want a piece of you. You want a piece of our show notes? Huh? It's at badco.in like every other one of our show notes. We do, we do badco.in because it spells bad coin. 
and it's number 500. So slash 500, that's where these show notes are going to be. And where are we going to be? I'm going to be right here. And if you got a problem with me, you need to be, I'm going to be right here. You know, where you can find me, huh? Bada bing, bada boom. There you go. Get yeah. some dick clout. Uh, this story, I are find this. Are you using it as like your Twitter? Are you tweeting from it and stuff and sending messages well, out? Well, I'm not tweeting. I am tight. Yes, I'm using it. I'm, I'm are you clouding? posting. What, is, what do you do there? I'm bidding. bidding. I'm clouding. I'm, I'm once bitten, twice shy. I mean, your right B-I-T-C. now. L-O-U-T. You can, you know, post text or you can post an image with it. That's it right now. Uh, and you okay. can invest in other people's coins. Like I, bu- I bought a piece of you. I said, hey, here's $100. Give me a piece of that lug over there. That, that uh, dude. <laughs> yeah. Nice. All right, so I, I own hey, you, bitch. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, damn. Um, uh, sp- <laughs> speaking of the crypto bitch, who's gotten smacked around more than Tether? Mm-hmm. Um, people have said, oh, Tether rate, uh, it ain't all there. It's not fully backed. And uh, there's a new assurance report that does claim that Tether's reserves are, they exceed the amount required to redeem the digital asset tokens. So there are more dollars in Tether than there are Tether. According to uh, the, the statement shared on Twitter on Tuesday, uh, provided the company's uh, consolidated reserves report, the CRR, accompanied by an assurance report from the accounting uh, network, Moore Cayman. And uh, so apparently all of the tether is there. All of the USD is there to back it up. So I, I don't necessarily understand kind of- this audit. It's basically the firm that works for them has basically, mm-hmm. you know, basically they've come out and said, we've audited ourselves and it's all there. I don't know yeah. that this is independent. <laughs> so we investigated ourselves and we found ourselves to be not guilty. So you know. Right, right. We did a full thorough investigation of it all. And we have found ourselves to be cl- free and clear of any, any wrongdoings at all. And um, go about your day. Thank you, plebes. Yes, as you were, as you were. Uh, you know, it wasn't, uh, but uh, a few, let's see, when did we have... Uh, Stani on Stani Kulichov from Abe. Uh, here it is, episode 495, just a few episodes Ave. ago. Ave, rather. Yes, thank you. I could never got there. Right? Ave Travisa. So uh, this is a layer two protocol um, that is designed on Polygon to avoid Ethereum's ridiculous fees. That's what they're going to be doing. They're building a DeFi service now on Polygon uh, to avoid the um the the chain fees that ethereum is using yeah and uh yes yeah, so they're building on polygon so polygon used to be matic matic has just changed his name to polygon and uh, i guess they wanted to be more shapely they didn't like how matic made them sound and so they said i, I want to be a geometric shape they chose a polygon and uh and so right now the assets that can be used as collateral on polygon based uh, ave markets include matic usdc usdt Die, WETH, Ave, and WBTC. And so it's also becoming a, an interesting choice for NFTs because it is that second layer platform that fits on top of Ethereum. So it does allow those NFTs to, to cost less from the gas fees and stuff. And they've also onboarded other projects. They, the NFT game Avigachi, and uh, there's the Poly Market, which is a predicted market game. Betting platforms, Decentral Games, SportX, a DeFi platform, EasyFi, and blockchain RPG game Neon District are moved over to uh, 
Polygon, formerly known as Matic. Hey, Trev, do you know what they call a um, an Avagachi rug pull? That would be an Avagachi. Avagachi. Well done, good sir. You know there was a um, uh, an REM album in the '90s called Automatic for the People. I think uh, like, I like that album. Uh, yeah, it was good. It had um, uh, what was the the main song on? I'm trying to remember what was the, shiny happy people is that that it, one was it shiny happy people i'm now i'm looking it up to see um man on the moon everybody yeah. hurts drive uh those were the the primary ones on there yeah, that was and a I'm, great album it was a great album and i'm, and I'm thinking that if uh, you believe we put a man on the moon put a doge on the moon Thank you, Elon Musk. I think that uh, Matic should look at, you know, making an NFT or something and use that as their branding, Matic for the people. Okay. I'm but they doing... changed their name to Polygon, so that name is gone, so they're not Matic anymore. Damn it. Polly for the people. <laughs> Polly to the Poly people. Polly for the people. <laughs> Polly what a people. <laughs> <laughs> We're going you know, off the rails here, so I think let's, it's... let's roll. I think it's great that, you know, basically we, we'd start decide to do a podcast and we're just going to talk about stuff and just be ourselves and crack stupid jokes. And y'all are here listening in on, you know, what everyday conversations are like with us. That's what our, that's what our show was like originally when we started, we were like, dude, we're having these conversations a couple of times a day, just about crypto. Like we should record them. Like I bet other people would find them interesting because we were just trying to learn and figure it all out. And, uh, here we are. 677 and 500 episodes later and we're still bad we're still so bad but we have a few pieces of news that are left for you and a couple of them are very unusing oh that's a horrible pun uh there's there's good stuff happening in the iowa house of representatives they passed a bill that seeks to legally recognize transactions and registrations made via blockchain smart contracts so smart contracts would be given the same legal status as regular contracts i think they should be given even better legal status because they're they're more accurate right Mm. you can't go you don't have to rely on trust right they're built in to the code and so it would seem to me that smart contracts should be um first and foremost the most trusted and then followed by you know I don't even know some of the attorney ones, right? You can, you really trust those. And the ones at the bottom of the list of trust should be the the ones the politicians put together. Right. Speaking of politicians, the Teletubbies are in the news again. Uh, Tinky Winky (laughs) and Poe posted on. What'd you say? Stinky Winky? What? (laughs) Tinky Winky. (laughs) Tinky Winky and Poe. I want to know who came up with these names whenever they were writing the show because it is hi i'm tinky winky yeah like that is a pedo kind of a name if i ever heard one or like, somebody somebody was smoky crazy. not wokey uh smoky jokey i guess yeah i don't know, I don't know. so what are they know. doing they're, they're are they doing nfts or are they gonna what's they're, going on they, i know an, they're coming up on a big anniversary or they've been around for a long time it's an april fool's joke that's all it is that they're issuing oh, okay. they're issuing a uh, a token it's actually not in this story um this is the one teletubbies hint at becoming the next bitcoiners but if you go to the twitters and i think it was they actually got it trending because teletubbies are so bizarre always have been that um uh, people want to tubby talk coin about there you go yeah you here it is it. the official tubby teletubbies cryptocurrency made with special hugging technology from wild brain labs is here 
For every like, share, and comment of Tubby Coin, the Tubby Coin becomes more valuable. <laughs> wow. All right. So that's ridiculous. And um, yes, here's what here's what's not. I I think. This is not ridiculous. I think this might be public because somebody posted about Funko Pop coming to the Wax blockchain, you know, the little mm. the little dolls in the box. Um, and there it is. There's a tweet from our friends at Tokenhead. Um, We're thrilled to announce that we've joined the original Funko family and will support Funko's journey into the NFT space on Wax. Here is the official announcements for Lord Travis. I'm, I'm going to copy this into our show notes even though this is specifically nft stuff because we are going to talk about a couple nft items in just a moment um here it is it's a press release funko enters nft market with majority stake in token head developer oh so the nate and the team you know he alluded to me something big was happening but he couldn't tell me that's what the big deal is right there that is a big deal What's the big deal? The big deal is Funko um, has basically bought Token Wave, which is the Token Head app. Really? Yes. Wow, we love those. To- we love those Token Head guys. Those. Yeah, are, this is fantastic. We, we helped inspire the the creation of some of that and, and the direction of that. So, so they just got purchased by Funko. That's what it says here. They have acquired a majority ownership stake in uh, in wow. Token Head. So that is freaking fantastic. Couldn't have happened to uh, to nicer guys. And so there we kept saying, man, there needs to be an app out there that people can display their cryptos on easy. That would be nice, especially to see all their things. That'd be great. And then and then there it is. They they started building it. We having conversations with them, and that's amazing. Congratulations to them. Nice. Good job, Nate. I will be sending you a message before you hear this recording uh, because I want to congratulate you personally on that. Well done, good sir. The Wax ecosystem is going to blow up and uh, there are hints at a major, major, major announcement coming from Wax over the next few days. So um, I think it's going to be big league. We'll have to wait and Mm -hmm. see what, uh, what it is. It's going to be huge. Speaking of huge, um, I'm going after we had done recording this, uh, I've already had it in my mind. I'm going to go to Chipotle for lunch because I haven't had Chipotle since I've been out of the country. And then uh, I found this news that uh, Chipotle is running a $100,000 Bitcoin and burrito giveaway. And so participants in the U.S. can win food prizes or some crypto. And what they're doing is it's part of the National Burrito Day, which is the first Thursday of April every year, which happens to be April Fool's Day. And um, they said they they did not suggest that it will accept Bitcoin uh, or that it will continue to work with it in the future. What they are saying is they're giving away this promotion because there's this guy, uh, Stefan Thomas, who you guys, we, we, we referenced this guy uh, a couple months back. He lost more than at the time, 300, $400 million in Bitcoin because he had a hardware wallet that if you typed in the code wrong 10 times, it self-destructed and he forgot his password. And so he doesn't remember what his password is and they don't know if he's going to do it. So they sort of partnered with him and they're doing this thing that uh, it pays homage to his attempts to recover his crypto. So each user will have 10 attempts to guess a six digit code If you guess it correctly, you will win a prize. 
There will be three prizes of $25,000 in Bitcoin awarded and 50 prizes of $500 in Bitcoin rewarded. And also there will be 10,000 free burritos given away as lesser prizes uh, for around $10. But I don't know if I, I, you can't eat Bitcoin folks. So I would rather have one of those free tasty burritos. Speaking of NFTs, there was a big tops launch. Um, was it yesterday? I can't keep track of days anymore. Where they launched a Godzilla set because the Godzilla I think it was yesterday. Yeah, Godzilla versus Kong is coming out the film, and so Tops timed it to do a release. They sold. Now this is interesting. They did two different packs. <coughs> Excuse me. One. <coughs> hang on. <coughs> they did two different packs. A small pack. Um, which I can't remember what the price was. It was 10 or $20. And then a large mega pack for $100. And these were the pre-mints. And it had 30 cards in it for $100. That is the most I've ever seen anybody charge for a pack on wax per card. On wax, not a pack. We yeah. did see that one dude sell more on Flow. Oh, well, thief. well, I mean, even there's packs of Top Shot that go for a thousand dollars. Right. So, right, right. Uh, but a pack on wax for a hundred dollars. But it's not the it's not the total pack price. I'm amazed at it's the price per card. Three dollars and thirty three cents per card. Five thousand packs. They sold out in less than five minutes. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, they're not the only crazy. ones. And I was I was finger clenching, uh, clenching. Well, am I going to get mine? Is it coming? Come on. I need, I need my overpriced packs. But what's crazy is like then immediately they were on the secondary market for like uh, about 50% profits. It's crazy. Well, they're not the only ones um, doing this in the space. There's also uh, Godzilla versus Kong is licensed um, something to Terra Virtua. So they've mm -hmm. got NFTs that they're releasing. Oh, dude, those are by Boss Logic too. Mm -hmm. Boss Logic has created those NFTs. Yeah, they're very cool. They, they're really beautiful. They do definitely cost more. And um, this market is just getting ready to explodify. Uh, we are so far from over it's just getting started it's going to explode or explode let's get it started in here yeah. oh wow mecha godzilla oh wow so there's all kinds of mecha godzillas you can buy it looks like those are the the ones there on terra virtua i noticed there were some other ones from uh from um from boss logic they might be the different ones i don't know if they're the same partnership but uh interesting stuff Last piece of news from our friends at Electronium that we have been privileged to be advisory for. Nice to see their coin at about three and a half cents. It was sub penny for a long time and they keep moving forward. They have announced that shopping IO is now officially accepting ETN um, for all of their, their Electronium users to purchase products from Amazon, Walmart, and eBay from anywhere in the world. So this, this is pretty cool that you can now use your Electronium to buy stuff. It's all moving forward, gang. There, there's, no, you, there's no turning back. Everything is rolling down that hill. Or up the hill. It might be rolling, rolling up the hill because down. it's just growing. So maybe the hill's actually the one that's getting bigger. Maybe. Could just be a big old hill. Sir Lord yeah. Travis, how about uh, you tell the good fans out there of the show about yield? I yield to you. I yield, yield to me. Yeah, yeah. So, Mark, as we know, markets go up 
and markets go down, but we're really happy whenever it's a bull run because it's really cruising up and you're seeing, you know, you hear a few tweets, you see a few telegram messages, you see a few green candles and then, uh Oh, boom. It's <laughs> cryptos have exploded. Oh, next thing you know, Oh no, now it's, we've lost everything. Oh no, it's a dip. Oh no. It's a roller coaster is what it is. So what if there was a way for you to add interest to your crypto while you're holding it, while you're hodling it, you want to hodl your crypto. So that's what yield.app does. They allow you to get some really fat interest rates in a mix of stable coins to protect against this market instability. Uh, and uh, you can earn up to 20% APY just by holding funds in your wallet, yield.app. But as always, we have a fancy URL for you, badco.in forward slash yield go and check it out and you will know that you are covered and you are growing your stack and growing your stat stashing your your sats and stacking them and stacking skills paying bills most excellent well we appreciate you guys joining us on this journey episode number 650 500 <laughs> <laughs> something like that i don't yeah, know 600, 677 500 i don't know uh, our bad news episode of course our interview show comes out on sunday but before then the nifty show live on friday five o'clock eastern daylight time at nifty.show forward slash youtube and nifty.show forward slash theta uh, things are just ramping up whether you're going uphill or downhill we're glad you're with us and we invite you to continue in the act. Hear ye, hear ye. We hereby announce for you. Stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.